You're listening to Remotely One, a podcast that educates, entertains, and inspires you to take your life back from the office commute. I'm Rick, a former beer rep who left the warehouse to become a voice actor and digital creator. And I'm Colleen, a remote work advocate and consultant. We're going to speak with some of the top professionals who have managed to avoid the commute as they share stories from the most inspiring to the most comical, all while working remotely. Man, this sounds awesome. Let's clock in. Hello, I'm Sky Osunde from New Haven, Connecticut of CBS Creative and Consulting, and I'm at the Reread Summit. Really? <laughs> What's that? Today we're talking about elevating the hybrid remote employee experience. Sky, thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Sure, sure. So what are some common methods of elevating that hybrid remote experience? Yeah, so employee experience is super important to me. Uh-huh. I've worked in a lot of corporate settings and I now having my own consulting business. I really work with companies to develop the entire total employee experience. Mm-hmm. And so that means... What does talent acquisition look like? What does it mean when I'm going to job fairs or I'm going to conferences and I see a prospect and I'm like, oh my God, I need that really great person working for my company. How do I then attract them, pull them into the company? And that means what does onboarding look like? What does it look like to then get them connected to new employees, maybe through a mentorship program, shadowing experiences so that they feel prepared? Mm-hmm. Right. And then what does that look like then as they're there through the tenure of the company? And then what does that experience look like exiting? Mm-hmm. And so as I think about the hybrid experience, I mean, I had a lot of clients and people that I worked with that were like, I was hired through the pandemic. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, right. man, like the experience of me working on site versus me now going completely remote and now mm-hmm. companies now moving into this hybrid approach. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can we be more intentional about elevating that experience? And sure. so that's what I'm here to do is I really love it. And so I love working with companies to really then think of the total experience so that employees, so companies are really thinking of employees first, right? There's no employees and there's not a company. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love this. It's right up our alley. Yeah. We have the remote employee experience tree, baby. So it's about the whole employee life cycle. Yeah. We hear that a lot from the beginning. I love the fact that you included offboarding to when they leave. Yes. Uh, which is a really important piece that people forget about. Most companies do not do offboarding. So if you're not doing offboarding, start Please doing offboarding. Do it. Please so do important. it. Lots of valuable data. Yeah. When you have a hybrid situation and you have yeah. people in two different modalities, a remote yeah. employee and an employee that is going into the office, what is your goal these days as far as developing that experience? Yeah. And trying to make them equal, are you like, are you suggesting to bring remote employees on site? Are you suggesting to have all of the on site employees do a virtual onboarding? Like, how are you making that experience equal? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because I think that's the question that a lot of people have. It's like, wow, how do I create this experience that's equitable, right? If we think about the hybrid environment, it might not be tangibly or financially possible to have someone fly in from Thailand or UK and have them come to the US or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so how do you create that equitable experience? Mm -hmm. I think one is having an honest conversation with your team and saying, hey, like we are a distributed team and this is what our culture is going to look like. So what are the things that you want Mm -hmm. 
that's going to enhance and bring value to your experience, right? So that could be um, for me and my experience where I worked for a company where we were entirely remote. And the only time we got together was twice a year. We had on-site retreat and it was great because even though we were based in the U.S., like we had an on-site retreat in Kenya, we were able to go to Mexico and they did it through our voice. We were like, where would they were like, where would you want to go? And I'm like, man, like the sky's the limit, right? right, Get it, right. Ha, ha. Like, right. So like <laughs> thinking about how can I create that value for my team? How can I do it in like large doses, right? That's an obvious way. But what about the small doses, right? One of the clients that I work with, they were having trouble really figuring out how they include those team members that are offsite okay. because they were on site with half of their team. Mm-hmm. And so there's this notion of proximity bias that I'm going to have favoritism towards those sure. employees that are working mm-hmm. side by side with me, right? That mm-hmm. I can pop over into a conference room and have those conversations. But what about those that are kind of distributed? And one of the things we talked about was how can I create that experience? Well, they had a huge okay. return to work week. There were tons of events, tons of like um, very specific swag items and gifts. And one of the suggestions I had was, oh, my gosh, how nice would it be if every team member that's here on site gets something from an event that they go to and creates care packages for those that are off site so that they can go ahead and like send that and say, hey, I I was at this event. I thought of you. I wanted to like get this really cool hat for you or this Mm -hmm. really cool Mm -hmm. thermal mug and, and like creating like this like. You're not here, but we want you to still be a part of this experience and sending that. So I think there are some really large things that you can do, really bold and obvious things. But I also think there are some small nuanced things that you can do so people still feel valued and heard and a part of the team. I love what you said there about it always can't be equitable. In that situation, you you basically said, look, there's going to be a return to office week and most people that can make it, they're going to be able to be there. Unfortunately, we can try our best to include everybody globally, but we can't. So therefore, what else can we do? Yeah. And it's also like, do I have, as a manager, right, there's a sense of power that we can then exercise. So if I'm a manager of a team, maybe there are funds available, but you're not going to know unless you ask. And so if that's a desire of your team and they really want to get together, then that's a conversation you can pull up to your employee relations team or your HR team and say like, Hey, this is on our wish list. Is this something we can do? Maybe not multiple times a year, but maybe there's a way that we can invite those team members to come on site so they can have that on site experience once a year or do something, you know, at a Citizen M hotel or somewhere. Mm. And so I think also closed mouths don't get fed. And so if that is a desire, especially in the corporate setting, sure, sure. if there is that speak financial up. availability and option, speak up and ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you finding that as things progress and companies evolve, with remote work that there's more opportunity now to depart from routine tactics and kind of think outside the box more often because yeah. people are, they seem to be a little bit more open-minded now that like yeah. the shift is growing. Absolutely. I mean, we were through this pandemic and it's created like this very flat organization, right? That I now feel comfortable speaking up maybe more, um, that I'm able to use a chat function, that I'm able to connect with people that I might otherwise might not have connected with before. Sure. And from what I've heard and the interactions and things that I've had, it's that people who are just new to a team are on calls with VPs or in leadership trainings, and they've created this connection over 90 minutes, right? In a random breakout room. Right. And now you're like, wow, I just like, we didn't even really talk about titles or anything. We're here to sure. learn how to be better managers and better leaders. 
And now I have someone across the organization who has tremendous influence. And now I have an outlet to really create some change. And so I love, you know, even through hybrid, whether you're on site or not, like that's also another thing. Like you can all be on site, but Mm -hmm. still have a virtual meeting Mm -hmm. because you want to think about what creates value. If Mm -hmm. a pain point for people is commuting. Yeah. (laughs) then it's easy to just take a call from wherever you are. Mm -hmm. And again, that flattens the conversation. If you have the availability for more people to jump on the call, more conversations, more brainstorming, which leads to beautiful execution of new ideas and innovation. Fantastic. You know, as I hear you talking, sometimes I forget who we're talking to. (laughs) Right. You hear what I'm saying? Sometimes like she's just talking and the knowledge is coming out. And yesterday, um, so you work with some pretty awesome companies. Um, You work for WeWork (laughs) as the culture strategist there, or what was the title? I was community manager, um, and I did a ton of other (laughs) ad hoc things. So you were at WeWork, another large company in in the space. You consult with Nike. What is it like working with these major corporations like that, and then taking that knowledge and maybe helping out some smaller clients and some smaller companies that you're consulting with. Are you noticing a big difference from your experiences with these really large companies and what they are doing for the employee experience? And then are you taking those lessons? And, and what are the differences, I guess, in the lessons when you're talking with smaller companies versus you know huge corporations that you're working Yeah, absolutely. And thank you. I've been very fortunate to work with some really awesome, recognizable brands, I would say. Uh, and so... Working within WeWork, I did community management. And so my main goal was to create this awesome member experience. So as soon as they walked into a WeWork location, they would feel at home, right? (laughs) Um, And then it transitioned into then me wanting to just start my own business. I felt very fortunate. I've worked in a lot of different industries (laughs) also, right? And so I've been able to take things from real estate, the tourism industry, hospitality, and really then infuse it into what does leadership look like? And then what does that look like on the employee experience side? And so having now Nike as a client and working with such large organizations, I work with MetLife as well. There is endless possibility, right? But there's also a lot of red tape, yes, right? And the yeah. needle moves a lot slower yes, unless yes. you have buy-in from leadership. Mm-hmm. And so when you have the buy-in from leadership, obviously they pull me in because they're already receptive to the idea. It's great. And then we create change and transformation through those that I work with directly. But what I love about that is when you're in the corporate setting, there's so much that has already been discussed. There's a lot of heads at the table. When you go to small businesses or startups, I work with a lot of startups, right? It might only be a team of four or Mm -hmm. five. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes they need that expert to come in who's had this experience to help them avoid mistakes, to help them not fall into pitfalls to help them be more efficient in getting to their end result and their solution a lot quicker. And so I actually love working with, you know, really large corporate companies and bringing in those ideas and then figuring out how I can make it transferable to the smaller teams and smaller organizations. They may not have the resources. They may not have the resources, the finances, the time, even the energy sometimes Mm -hmm. because they're Mm -hmm. on the ground working. And so I love taking those ideas and then helping those smaller companies transform so that they have things in place to be successful on the employee front, even if it's just four people. Right. Makes a lot of sense. So Rick's Rick's got the most important question. Indeed, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a bit. (laughs) What's an interesting little factoid about you 
maybe even embarrassing oh, that you might want to share with our audience. Okay. I'll tie it. I'll tie it into the employee experience. Sure. Okay. Okay. So. I realized that employee experience was so important to me because I think when I became a new manager, I was very like, oh, man, I don't want them to know anything personal about me. Like it's all business. Uh, right, right. Right. Like yeah, I didn't that, shield, that right. I put up that shield, shield, I put up that wall, and Absolutely. I I got feedback immediately. Like, you're really like charismatic and jovial and things. And then when you get into like in the one-on-ones, it's like you're like tighten up and like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like oh so. no <laughs> exactly right and I was like that is not how I want to be perceived and so you know I had a conversation with one of my mentors at the time I was like well, what can I do I I like I have the good intent I have the desire right. to really connect and I can connect with people very easily but yeah. my team is seeing something different and so show and tell mm-hmm. right that we used to do like in elementary school and mm-hmm. stuff I think you talked about like the moth idea from mm-hmm. another company. Mm-hmm. So show and tell. And what we did was I had everyone t- spend about five minutes, just like a story about something you love that brings passion to you, that you enjoy, that nobody would ever know about. Mm-hmm. So we had team members talk about like their being from Haiti and team members talk about like mermaids are real. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go for it. So I did a whole presentation about how I thought Sailor Moon was the best anime mega like cartoon out there. And I was like, they were like, what do you mean? And I was like, come on, man, like Sailor Mars and Sailor Jupiter. And they were like, you were really nerdy. I was was going to say your nerd level just exceeded mine. Because I I was like, what? I like Akira and Crystal and Literally. And then it was like, okay, let's talk about Dragon Ball Z and then let's talk about Kakashi and all these things. And everyone was like, what is going on? And I was like, don't judge me. And don't like, I judge went to a Sailor Moon conference and like Luna, if I would ever get into you know, it. was like, I went in a rabbit hole. Comic-Con? Have you been? Yes. <laughs> yes. I have been yes. to Comic-Con. Comic-Con, yes. And I've never dressed up though. I have don't not lie. dressed up. Don't lie. Um, that was my next question. I actually, I did wear, you know, my headgear. I had headgear okay. on. Okay, okay. But I, it was more than five minutes because my team was like, no way. And they were like grilling me and questioning me. And yeah. And I was oh like, you're not going to get me. I'm a fan. So. Thanks for sharing. That. You're welcome. <laughs> Where can our viewers find you online? Yeah. Uh, so you can find me online at Sky Osunde. So S K Y E O S U N D E dot com. You can also find me through LinkedIn, same Sky Osunde. Um, it's the best way to get in touch with me. So if you're looking for leadership or employee experience consulting, please reach out. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Awesome. You're really welcome. Great. Thank you, guys. <laughs> yes. You've been listening to Remotely One. Visit us at remotelyone.com forward slash podcast for upcoming episodes. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and download our episodes on your favorite podcast app. Hey, hey, don't forget to clock out. <laughs> <laughs>